Uh-huh. Yep. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Wait. Yes, I can. Excellent. Uh, yes. Happy Saturday. Oh, Saturdays. To us. Yahoo. And to whatever day you are listening, I hope it's a happy day. Same, same. We're back once again. DJ Yukon and MC Sahara. What? What? Sun Squad. <laughs> In the house. <laughs> oh my goodness. We're so silly. We're so silly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sahara and I have just been chit-chatting away. Yeah. Getting real, you know how it is. Yeah. Just talking through life, because life is a journey. It is, and it helps to have someone else who can witness your journey, that's for sure. Mm-hmm, and to some, bounce some ideas off, and, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and to see what resonates, and, you know. And, uh, yeah, sometimes saying things out loud to someone just, just... makes them real. Yeah. Yeah. Changes the, the way you feel about them, too. You're like, huh, okay. Yeah, exactly. Maybe I didn't think about it like that in the right way or whatever. Mm-hmm. I always find that, like, when I'm feeling really, like, messed up about something, like, if I feel really upset or, like, I think something is a huge deal, I'm like, oh, my God, I'm a terrible person. Mm-hmm. Um, And then I tell someone, they're usually, like... You're fine. And then I'm like, oh, yeah, you're right. I am (laughs) fine. (laughs) Everything's fine. True. That's a good thing to to note is that it's going to be fine. (laughs) It is going to be fine. Yeah. Something that I was just thinking last night because the full moon was in full effect. Mm. And, you know, lots of people scoff at that idea, like, oh, astrology, ha, ha, ha. I know. You know. But you know what? It, I mean, believe in it or not, everyone has their moods. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if it's affected by something outside of the Earth, like the moon, mm-hmm. it's good to know that these things come and go, just like the phases of the moon Mm, yes it's very helpful you know so maybe it isn't per se maybe it's just a collective mood we're all in but it's gonna pass yes every phase has its its next you know Mm -hmm. its next time cycles yeah so yeah and that kind of brings us to where we are. I want to talk about religion today. Yes. And not just religion, but beliefs and modern beliefs and spirituality. And the hard thing is that all these words have such a huge presupposition about them. Yeah, everyone's like, oh, I know what that means. Oh, I know what that means. Yeah. And it's different for everyone also. Exactly. They're such huge. They represent such a huge, diverse meaning. 
that you can't just blanket slate blanket blanket state okay yeah i get what you're saying yeah you can't blanket it with one idea (laughs) Can't, can't just put one blanket on it yeah not one no there's a different blanket for every individual yeah 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 so yeah and uh i don't know okay you know i kind of do want to just quickly talk about what i said last sure uh yeah if i may absolutely yeah um so last episode we were talking about um the whole racism problem in america and around the world and i said something that I kind of wanted to elaborate on and retract maybe because it was maybe not correct about Americans being prideful of being crazy. Do you remember I said something like that? Mm, yeah, like they like the attention of it. Yeah, and they take pride in it, which mm-hmm. I kind of want to retract because that's not true. And there's mm. a majority of Americans are very sensible and good people. Yeah, oh, for sure. However, there's the minority is loud. They're the loud ones. And they're also, there's one of them in the White House right now, so. Yes. Yeah, I think, yeah, no, I, th- I think that that makes sense. Um, yeah. That you're not saying that, like, every American is like that. No. Um, just just that there's there are some very loud voices that seem that way, that make America seem that way. Yeah, exactly. No, I got you. I feel like um, we were in caught in a lot of emotion when we were mm-hmm. talking about it. Like we were mm-hmm. not that we shouldn't ever have emotions with us when we're talking about these things, but I feel like we were both very much like, "Oh my gosh, what the heck is yeah. happening?" You know. So, like, if there is anything in the episode previous, um, I think. You know, I you know I've changed my views. I've changed my language several times since that recording. Like I've been doing my, like I've been diligent in in being like, okay, maybe I actually don't think that that's true. I think that I'm just upset right now, yeah. or like you know whatever it is. So yeah. if you heard the last episode and you think that we sound <laughs> a little off, ignorant, <laughs> yeah, a little ignorant. Um, know that. Like, I think we're both coming to terms with, like, correcting those thoughts or being, like, okay, I was just a little, like, angsty or upset. And because I think that there's some things that I have said and I don't I don't remember exactly, but I'm like, yeah, okay, maybe I don't necessarily agree. Yeah. Um, I don't like. I think the point of like the fact that there's one, no well, like sorry. I think one, one oh. sec. Yes, sir. It's all good. It's all good. Hey, I'm just I'm recording right oh, now. Sorry. That's oh, okay. <laughs> I'm gonna I'll be in the room up here. <laughs> sorry. It's <laughs> my sister. Oh cool, she's up there with you, hey? Yeah. Wait. Okay, sorry, what were you saying? I just wanted to say that, like, um, we talked a little bit about how Canada's kind of different and how, like, there's not the same kind of racism here or whatever. And and then and then there was a bill passed yesterday mm-hmm. that is 
is so racist and it's not even like not only is it racist but there's also like injustice it's just injustice and it gives the government way too much power over anyone like you can be white you could be indigenous you could be you could be any anyone that you are and they still have way too much power over you and i'm talking about bill one um, and I've read it, and I think that it's just it's so is vague. It? Is it? It's so vague. And I read the the like the hearing about it. Yeah. Um, and the woman who was, I think it was a woman. Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry if you're not identifying as a woman, but the person that was making all the amendments like was like no this is super vague. The language is super vague. It gives the government way too much power and not enough, like specifically this is when this is implemented. And um, she was saying things like uh, in the bill, it does cover no trespassing. It does cover, um, you know, unmarked areas, but that's already a law. Like we don't need another bill to be passed for that. Um, and and those things being on there kind of disguised the other thing, which is what the government deems as essential infrastructure. That's in quotations. And they can and, and the definition of essential infrastructure on this bill is literally it could be anything. It's like could be any highway. It could be railways. It could be a patch of grass like anywhere and and government officials like police and stuff like that are allowed to um charge you and sentence you to s- 6 months of jail if what if you're on if you if you're if they deem if i think some kind of lieutenant um deems that what where you were was an essential infrastructure they yeah trespassing essentially yeah but they're like these places aren't marked right they're not marked at all yeah that's what i'm saying it's like and that's why what this person this woman was pointing out too she's like these are unmarked places so someone and typically like an indigenous person walking on the highway to get back to the reserve or crossing the you know what i mean like a lot of them are by highways and Uh if they're just walking on the highway getting home or whatever it gives the government the power to say "Mm, that side of the highway is an essential infrastructure and it's not marked and they can fine these people and and or sentence them to six months in jail what yes and that's why it's so ridiculous really and um she's like you know i think that this is this bill is disguised racism basically that like you know there's already laws for places that are marked as public and private property that you cannot trespass on but then there's like this vague essential infrastructure thing that they're trying to pass which is i think racism in disguise you know just just a way for them to have more control and it doesn't have to be an indigenous person it could be anyone Uh, yeah so it's just a human rights violation yes and this bill was proposed at the time of the um protest against the pipeline the west one um 
pipeline um or like the west one land yeah. pipeline and they were the government proposed it jason kenny proposed it as like a way to like he marketed i guess as a way to like stop violent protest and everyone who's on board with this is like yeah you know we just don't want people um vandalizing we don't want people violently rioting during you know whatever it is and it was introduced during COVID-19 so basically they're like yes no one can protest because they're all like sick or at home um so there's just so many layers to this freaking bill and it's deliberate it's like it's racist it's racist and it's racist and it's a violation of human rights and this woman said that in the hearing yeah and every amendment that she made she's like okay well if my second like the first amendment she made was like this needs to be looked again like this the wording is bleh on this Uh um and it, they lost the amendment on that. So she proposed another one to change the minimum amount of charge. Um, because just like, you know, if, if someone is just walking on the highway and they had no idea that this law was even in place, mm-hmm. it seems a bit far out for anyone arresting them or the police to be like, now you have to pay $2,500. Yeah. Because they're going to be like, well, I had no idea. I was just walking. I had no idea that this law was in effect Mm -hmm. or that this was essential infrastructure. And she's like, it's a little awkward between citizens and and, um, police officers or anyone that would be, you know, in that situation. So, yeah, she made she ended up making, I think, three and all of them were lost. Really? Yeah. And. Um, I emailed, I, I sent an email to the government, like several different nice. officials and stuff like that. And I signed the petition. And when I saw, I got a reply back. It was like an automated reply by this guy that was in, in that hearing. And his statement was like, we're not trying to stop people from po- protesting. We're trying to stop people from being violent. And it's like, well, there's already laws in place for people. Yeah who are being violent and for people who are violating like property. So this isn't that this is racism. So anyways, this dude, his office emailed, like sent out this automated email that was like, we have gone. If this is in regards to bill one, we've already gone ahead and passed it and blah, 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 blah. Please note that we would never stop peaceful protesting in Canada and da, 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 da. Yeah, but it, it's not just about the peaceful protesting as far as I see it. Like, this is all, it's an accumulation and it's just, it seems like a baby step, but in the greater scheme, it could be for something else that, oh, next time they can pass this law that restricts our freedoms even more. And then maybe next time they can pass this law. Yes. And like, you know, if America is a police state, which it kind of is mm-hmm. like Canada's not far behind, <laughs> you it, know, it's kind of, it's like, it's a little, it's alarming. Yeah. And, um, I also, just like, what? Yeah. Also <laughs> the, uh, not that I agree that people should have assault rifles, 
But you know how they just got rid of that, like, it's illegal to have assault rifles in Canada now? Mm. Um, They just passed that bill very sneakily, I think without any opposition, because of the COVID thing. Oh. Right. And it's, I mean, I'm for that bill, but it should have been done properly. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Like Under the, under the right scrutiny and, like... To make mm-hmm. sure it's legit and like the way it was carried out, kind yeah. of. Yeah, because I'm pretty sure I'm not good, too good at politics, but I'm pretty sure that Parliament or whoever um, looks at these bills and makes sure makes sure that they're correct wasn't in session at that time because of COVID. Oh shoot! So they were able to just pass it without any any opposition or any like see pre- i think proofreading like, for that matter you know yeah like people are in such a rush to... which is shady like that is so shady <laughs> yeah it's like how how like why are you in a, a rush to do that i mean i get it i get i get it too i'm like yeah yeah probably not cool to like you know yeah. guns and stuff but yeah. um you know what's why do you have to kind of slip these things under the radar yeah exactly and then, the point you made before about like okay like you know they pass this and then they can get they're like they're testing you know like what can i get away with and how can i get away with it right yeah and it looks like you know okay this this bill got approved because they used very vague language and that was chosen like that was like a chosen thing they're like we're gonna word it like mm-hmm. this mm-hmm. so it looks like we want to protect people from exploding and most of the people in alberta are going to be like that makes sense right and um <laughs> <laughs> and um the rest of the world that is not going to pay attention to that you know yeah because there's so much else going on exactly yeah and you know it's crazy not to be too alarmist or anything but this is how all the real fascist rulers came Mm -hmm. to powers and like how communism and how nazis too they it was just baby steps of course yeah Yeah. they're not if you're smart and you're a sneaky leader you're not going to be like okay Mm -hmm. i'm going to introduce this idea of like kill all the jews yeah i'm not gonna be like kill all the jews right away i'm gonna slowly like they use propaganda you know they like strategically informed people like why do you think that you are having such a hard time in this country right now drop a little bit of like you know just a hint of a jewish person in in those pictures in the writing in whatever and it plants seeds in people's minds and they can almost form it for themselves, you know, like, right. oh, the problem is Jewish people. And yeah. so they think that it's their idea when actually it was the leader's mm-hmm. idea the whole time. Right. Wow. Yeah, it goes to show, I mean, obviously we're not there yet, but. Mm-hmm. I think it's good to be aware of these things. And to, when you see an injustice, even if it's a little one, I don't think it should be tolerated. No. Yeah. And it comes down to that individual level too. Like yeah, you see something, say something, call someone, do something. Yeah. Yeah. 
inspiring. Maybe I'm going to do something. Maybe I, you know, I, I, I feel like I want to do something. I mean, we're kind of doing something right now. We are. We're talking about it. That's yeah. important. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I think, and, uh, you know, I was thinking about it, like, just before last week's episode. And I was like, why am I feeling afraid to talk about this because it's something I believe in like I believe that black lives matter I believe in a very beautiful peaceful world like these are like you know juicy dreams to me mm-hmm. right and I'm like why am I being why do I feel afraid and I came up with a couple things and it was like one I know that I'm going to make mistakes And I have to be okay with making mistakes with my language, with the things that I do. And I have to be able to forgive myself and be like, you know what? We're still learning. We're still trying. Mm -hmm. But at least we're doing that. And two, I think the judgment from other people is insane right now. Mm -hmm. It's like you know, white people are judging other white people because they're like, you're not being a good enough ally. I'm being a good, a better ally than you because you're not doing X, Y, and Z. And it's like, I'm afraid to hear that because I'm like, I truly believe that everyone brings something different to a cause. Mm -hmm. A cause will have leaders, thought creators, people who comfort other people, healers, like, um, you know, a strategist and, and it takes all of those different gears to make the machine work. Yeah. So not everyone is going to be a, down at the protests doing their most there right. because their energy is needed to do something different. Like let's say you're a therapist for people of color, you know, you could go down to protests and that's great, but you have a, a space where your energy could be needed the most you know like that's what you do that's your groove and you could be supporting this movement in that way in the way that you do it best right and so like finding finding your individual voice throughout all this is difficult i think yeah i i agree i've kind of had a tough time with that too and it took me a while just to figure out where i sat and where my place was to comment on it Mm. and what my role is and I think I came up with something that I feel I should share because it's my voice yeah go ahead so um I kind of felt along with what I said last week that I wasn't what I wasn't sure about yet um I just feel that systematic racism racism is definitely part of it Mm -hmm. and but I, there's still also a psychological aspect to it where people are just straight up racist. Mm. You know, you can't blame it all on the system. And in general, we make up the system. The system wouldn't exist if it weren't for us. So it's mm-hmm. just a, it's a reflection of our own psychology and our own, um, mm-hmm. you know, ourselves. Yeah. And it's been so deeply ingrained in us, too, since, like, birth. Exactly. So I kind of tried to look at myself and find if there's any hint of racism that I had to eradicate. Mm. 
and I there was you know <laughs> yeah of course and and what I found it through these affirmations about um there being enough for everybody there's enough <sighs> abundance for everybody right yeah 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 so through that mm. I since I previously didn't believe that there was enough for everyone and I felt like I had to compete for resources we subconsciously choose allies and team members right Mm -hmm. and it's easier to identify with someone who looks like you okay okay I see I see what you're saying so that means it's easier to compete against someone who doesn't look like you yeah Okay, like the relatability factor of it. Yeah. Okay. So once I accepted that there is enough resources for everyone, Mm. I didn't have to compete anymore. Therefore, I didn't have to, you know, be racist (laughs) or not even. Yeah, no, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I think that's such a great... Does that make sense? Yeah, no, that totally. I think you, I think you articulated it very well. Okay, thanks. Like, and I think that's such a great thing to, to speak about and to say, like, you know, this is where I, you know, you openly just admitted where you have to, like, where you have been working on yourself, and I think mm-hmm. that that's like, that's something that we have to do, right? We yeah. have to get real with it, and I'm like, you know, I'm still looking at the little things that I do, you know, like really little things like when I'm shopping online what photos am I most drawn to mm-hmm. you know right. and why and like when I see people of color um I you know am I like looking at like I, I just you know like what why aren't there a lot of them first of all right like I just I don't see them everywhere on on the online shopping places that I'm looking at I'm like oh my gosh like I don't it's because I'm not actively looking for that and I'm not like you know I almost wasn't tuned into the fact that there is a serious lack of diversity in in the places that I shop and the places that are marketed towards me so I'm now looking at like you know those really subtle things where it's like I'm not like I don't have a problem at all like I think you know I'm not openly like I don't like black people because that's not true I do mm-hmm. like black people but the company where I put my energy and where I've put my money and focus sometimes yeah. it's like I have invested money into um like products that have racist ceos right and without even knowing it you know like yeah yeah it's super white run and the models are all white and because i've never questioned it i'm not like looking for where the inequality is in that i'm just like looking for a dress or whatever yeah i haven't been like i wonder if this company is racist or i wonder if this company is an equal opportunity employer right and so now I'm kind of like, this is where I'm looking at the things in myself. If I'm going to put a lot of attention and a lot of time and a lot of 
resources into a company, I want to make sure that I believe in their policies or that like something at least makes makes a gesture, you know, maybe the models are more diverse, maybe um, the CEO is a person of color, things like that. And I'm like, these are the things that I want to look at paying more attention to and being more aware of. Mm-hmm. I hope I said that. Like, does that, that make sense? Right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It does. Yeah. But yeah, no, that's I, like I agree. What... I've, I've been working on that too. Just. Yeah. Cause this, the, the way that the systematic racism works is that it's set up so that white people have better opportunities mm-hmm. and which um, in turn makes, gives their offspring a head start. Yes. And it just, snowballs right Mm -hmm. so yeah when you invest into um people of color who haven't had the the uh the head start that's almost actively going against the systematic racism Mm -hmm. so it's a a great thing yeah and then the more diverse um what the more diverse the wealth, people of wealth, the more wealth. Oh, fuck. But, <laughs> okay, what I think a lot of people are scared of, especially, well, only the white people, is that they are going to have to give something up. Mm, but that's yeah. not true. Like the resources thing you were talking about. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's not true at all because the more diverse the people with wealth are the more diverse our um culture and our vision and our life is Mm. and the products we buy everything will be more diverse and more wealthy healthy you know yeah it's like healthy wealth it's not like white wealth and, and no one else can get up here yeah it's just going to yeah. be better. It's going to be a better world. We're going to have better, more cool food and better music and, you know, more opportunities mm. for investment. And it's going to be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> and, and like the hope is that our kids carry a different message, you know, that they are, that they learn from that, like that state of equality, of love and that they can do, you know, anything with that. And, and that, you know, the hope is that one day there is not this, like, huge separation where it's, like, if you are a person of color, you have to work 10 times harder mm-hmm. to get to where you want to go. You know, the hope is that it's it's a, a level place for everyone to have opportunity and I think, you know, I think that what you identified in yourself is also a large thing that needs to be identified as us as a society, because we are afraid of giving things up. We're so worried that there won't be enough for absolutely everyone, Mm -hmm. but there definitely like there is there There just is the the universe will provide for everyone yeah it is so abundant all we have to do is you know 
recognize that and like open up to the fact that we're gonna have to just set aside our our thoughts of like our greed greed yeah yeah Yeah, we have to set that aside and and think about what's really important yeah because yeah greed and overabundance is almost just as unhealthy as lack of abundance or poverty you know Mm. like Mm. a lot of um a lot of diseases nowadays are from excess amounts of indulgence and you know diabetes for example and obesity Mm. it's like that's from excess right and it it depends on like how you intend it like if you keep buying things because you need to fill an emotional hole it's like that will Mm. not turn out so good Mm -hmm. but uh, you know people that have a lot of money but they're constantly giving it out um but they also have a lot of stuff your intention is different so of course when it comes back to you tenfold it's not like oh crap that's really terrible it's like oh man more abundance that's great i can't wait to share this yeah or like cool i got my sixth car today and it's a fancy sports car like i don't i'm not saying that this is what i want uh-huh. but like you know if if you're like someone who gives a lot of time and attention and money to whatever causes and you somehow like that returns to you in a brand new mercedes it's like that's great it's just another exchange right it's like you're exchanging energy all the time yeah and it's a it's a it's an amazing thing that you are able to possess such a fancy and amazing machine like that's a good thing yeah and and having gratitude towards it instead of like kate can't wait to get to the next one or you know yeah i know that's great hey I think that's great. Yeah, I do. Yeah. And I think that's something I've it just oh, go ahead. No, you go you go ahead. <laughs> something you what? Something I've been <laughs> observing about myself too is just like the jealousy factors, like, oh I want that car. But mm. but the correct thought is being happy for that person that they've been able to acquire such an amazing machine or whatever it is. Just like yeah. the, the fact that somebody has that is a great thing so cool yeah so there's nothing to be jealous about i think i used to feel like when i was younger i you know i didn't come from a lot of money i really did not Uh like really did not um (laughs) so when i had friends that had a lot of money or they had a lot of things I would feel simultaneously jealous and sad, mm-hmm. you know, because I was just like, and I could go on about that forever, but I was jealous and sad. And now as an adult, I'm seeing like, you know what, like, I, I actually had everything that I needed. And I'm okay. Like all those things that I had to endure, have made me into an incredible person. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and here I am, I'm Sahara, I have unique experiences, and I'm working on not 
holding on to that jealousy, not holding on to that sadness anymore. Right. Because it is something so great and I it's abundant, right? Like if if Sally can have it, I can have it too. Yeah. Exactly. Okay, to uh to contrast that. Um mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I did grow up with quite a bit of abundance. Mm-hmm. And I'm very grateful for it, but I also often still although I'm working on it actually no I'm going to release that I don't anymore I don't feel <laughs> guilty anymore for having it because I felt like I guess it was imposter syndrome how I didn't deserve it right oh okay but um yeah it's taken me till pretty much now to realize that I am deserving of all the abundance and for me to turn it down would almost be an insult to my existence. Mm. And it would, mm. it would be the wrong path because I could use it for greater and to help spread the wealth too. Mm. Yeah. Okay. I see. I yeah. see that. Yeah. It's like, it's different sides, but yeah. we're all letting go of something, right? Yeah. And I'm so grateful. And honestly, I don't need it. Like, that's the other thing. Like I moved out and lived on my own and had pretty much no money for a long time and <laughs> yeah. lived in a dirty, moldy basement. And I've done, a, mm-hmm. I've done that too. And I was, you know, still had my ups and downs and I was still happy. And yeah. So it is what it is, you know? No, I think that's a great, I think we've come across a really great, like, point of, um, growth. Yeah. Yeah, of growth, and, like, for, you know, I, I want to continue learning about this stuff. This isn't something that I'm, like, learning for now and putting away for later kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, it's a continual. Yeah, and... I'm not on social media very much right now because um, I'm trying not because I don't want to educate myself. Um, I'm only po- like I'm po- I'm only posting like things that I'm like, wow, oh, people need to hear this about spirituality at this moment. You know, right. like things that really align with with um, what I believe in, or or like things that are I believe very supportive to people of color that's what I'm posting about, but, um, I'm trying not to because I think I was getting to a point where all I was like, I was just watching very traumatic videos, very like, uh, negatively lensed things towards any side, all sides, you know? Uh Um, and I just, I was like, it's hard to hear my own inner guidance if I'm looking at things that are like this you know mm-hmm. um, so I think I'm going to stick to watching documentaries reading books I would love to read about it um, and things like that because watching people get beaten ruthlessly is not going to help me change anything for them mm-hmm. it's sure I'm aware that you know, I'm aware that the violence happens and that's enough. Like I can be aware of that and start the, start the other process, the process of 
action, you know, mm-hmm. I don't need to wallow in it. Um, not that I'm saying anyone else is wallowing in it. But for myself, it's important for me to take care of my brain and go, you know what, let's, let's find a creative way that we can help. Like, how can we change this? How can we put our energy into the world for the for good and not sit on our phone and scroll and just feel sad and horrible about it you know what I mean definitely because I'm not doing anything for anyone if I'm just watching sad videos making myself sad to the point where I'm like oh I don't even know what to do if I turn that off I can go okay bad things are happening how can I help and find the resources that I can use to help yeah and it's been incredibly useful to me to turn my phone off every now and again. Right. Nice. Yeah. That's great. I feel the same way about about it. Yeah. Wow. So much for not. <laughs> I know. We're like, we're not going to talk about that. Yeah. But I guess, <laughs> here we I are. guess we you know, felt like we had some things to say. So sometimes you got to get it out. Yeah. It's good. Glad we did. Do we want to Me talk too. about religion and stuff? We can. We can touch on. <laughs> God, sorry. We told you we were going to talk about religion, and then we were like, "Actually, okay, we're going to talk about this." Actually, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. But before we go there, I just want to say, yeah, keep going. That I think. But I think it's very important that we continue to do this. And this is something that I really love about our podcast uh-huh. um, is that we always we, we try to, we always like seem to pick up where we left off. Yeah. And it's almost like this really long phone conversation between us over like years, a span of years. Right. You know, and I think that it's really nice that we keep we continue to touch on things we talked about a couple episodes ago or like last year. And it's important that we like introduce new ideas and then keep touching on those because that's where that's where it happens. You know, people hearing this, hearing more in depth what we think, what we feel Mm -hmm. and, you know, it just gives the people more to listen to, more to work with. Um, yeah, and I think it's just like it's great. It's great that we go back because I don't know. It's like yeah. I hate when you're listening to something and you're like, oh, I would have really liked to learn more about that, or like, I wonder how they feel about that now. Right. Yeah, yeah, it's true. There's lots of podcasts that I'm waiting on, you know. <laughs> yeah, from people that I've learned from before, and I would love to again, but. Sometimes you got to do it yourself. Sometimes you got to do it yourself. Yeah, right on. Yep. Rock on to us. Heck yeah, dude. Anyways, dude. Yeah. I don't know. We could talk about it briefly. I mean, it's yeah, it's all kind of the same thing, too, though, you know? Just Tomato to tomato. Yeah. Just the development of religion and spirituality, and it's all the same thing it has to do with racism too and human evolution so Mm -hmm. yeah what i kind of just i just want to share maybe a little bit about what i've discovered the past 
year or so because I kind of dove into religion and started reading about it and discovered some things that work for me and that some other things that don't work and and where I think we kind of stand as religious or spiritual beings in this modern age all right yeah so I started with uh, a book about Judaism because that's my heritage and I had a great uh, Jewish mentor Gabby oh my gosh yeah (laughs) <laughs> no way what yeah well she just you never told me yeah so for those listening gabby was one of our teachers when we were in acting school and she's just a gem incredible alexander technique instructor yeah. yeah she's just like one of the wisest people so smart so kind but also very uh just upfront. oh yeah yeah so anyways I mentioned to her that I was curious and then she said she had this book so I borrowed it from her and it was all about um, Jewish theology and um, what I learned was that the Jews have very hard to disprove their religion and disprove Uh that God exists um Hmm, because okay, yeah because they they're just i guess that's kind of the nature of it is they are just questioning everything um oh. and of course they couldn't disprove god exists but you also can't prove it ex- he exists or what it well, okay it exists <laughs> um so yeah i thought that was interesting um and then i also kind of started listening to some Christian uh, podcasts from Transformation Church. Oh, okay. Have you heard of it? No, but okay. here I yeah, am. Here you are hearing about it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, they're just a, a more modern Christian church, I think in Texas. I don't know. But they have a podcast and all their things are, all their sermons are online and they're quite popular and yeah there's definitely some good teachings that and i learned a lot but the thing that doesn't work with me for that Mm -hmm. was the whole idea of purity yeah you know and for me i believe that you know if god created everything created the universe he created the good and the bad what or what we determine as good and bad so it should Mm -hmm. all be taken in for what it is and nothing Mm -hmm, should be mm -hmm. ruled out um because a lot of it felt like it was going against my human nature you know they say don't masturbate (laughs) (laughs) and don't actually know premarital sex either it's like hmm and like let alone most of the population now is like yeah exactly so that didn't work with me (laughs) Mm -hmm. um although it did help me get rid of some bad habits (laughs) um and (laughs) yeah (laughs) i'll just leave it at that (laughs) 
I didn't mean to laugh at you. Like it's I I'm not laughing at you. I'm not judging you. I'm just like I just <laughs> the way you said that was yeah. Okay. I don't know. I'm <laughs> no, no. I'm sorry. It's okay. No, it's it is kind of funny though. Um, yeah. And okay. Also, something I've been talking about recently with um, my family and some other people is just where mm-hmm. we exist right now. And I think we've talked about this before. We definitely have. How about mm-hmm. religion has been kind of abandoned mm. um, after the the Great Wars. And then that was replaced yeah. with um, material progress and scientific progress. And, you know, that kind of that gave meaning to life for a long time. And now mm-hmm. here we are again having to reassess so yeah that's kind of where i'm at that's pretty cool you've gone on quite a journey i have also this is like something i could write a book Uh about basically because i started out my okay i don't know when i was younger um my mom's side of the family was very religious and 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 pretty it pretty much still is and um my dad's side of the family is not so much or like well like my dad wasn't so much and you know they my mom would occasionally take us to church like she would take us to church quite often but to her, like, she grew up Protestant. And um, when she moved to Canada and she had me and stuff, like, it didn't matter to her what kind of church she went to. She just she just liked to have that sense of community and that sense of, like, being grateful and, right. you know, like, praying and stuff like that. Like, she just liked yeah. that aspect. So that was kind of cool. Um, but they never forced anything on me uh, and they didn't baptize me. Okay. And then, uh, when I was like in grade two, I couldn't get into the public school that we like moved near. So they had to put me into the Catholic school. Right. So, and I stayed in the Catholic school system until I was finished high school. Wow. Yeah. So like I, I went to Catholic school like my whole hmm. life, but, um, you know, I think it gets, it's like hit or miss. Some of the things, some schools probably shouldn't go to them. But there was a lot of things that I, like, learned from Catholic schooling that I I think that not a lot of people get the opportunity to learn about. Like, we were, we were taught a lot of different things. And I actually got to study different religions in, in high school. Nice. You know, it wasn't just, like, people get, have this assumption that in Catholic school, you have to you only identify Catholicism and like Christianity and stuff like that and everything else is just no but in actuality we all got to study Hinduism Buddhism stuff like that and really like we had presentations and explored that um and and then I met a nun who was my science teacher and she had the coolest idea um, or like not idea but her belief was that 
she's like I love science she's like my I am so passionate about science and it is just the most wonderful thing and I think someone asked her well how can you love and believe in science if you are also Catholic like you're a nun and she was like oh my gosh I love this question accurate great question um and I guess her belief was that she's like, of course, I believe in the Big Bang. Of course, I believe in evolution. And I was like, how does that? Right. What? And then she's like, I believe that it was, you know, God's intention. Like, of course, God didn't sit there with, you know, flesh and start sculpting every single person and putting it on the planet, and making it dance around. Yeah. Like, she's like. He to me he made evolution and he made this. Um, to me he made evolution and he made this incident happen, um, and and that's how humans came to right. be. You know, and I just thought like, I just loved how flexible she was yeah. about that. That's great. And I think it's worth restating because I'm like you, you know, flexibility in religion is not something that you come across often (laughs) true so then like throughout my life i kind of you know i wasn't crazy religious or anything like that but i have now adopted a more less not not so much just not not so much like specific religions but i take what fits for me from each one or from each you know spiritual principle that I read about or learn about and I'm kind of just picking up the puzzle pieces and deciding like this is what this is what I like and this is what works for me and it keeps me spiritually aligned and happy and I'm a good person when I am in alignment with these principles and things so I don't know, like, whatever, you know what I mean? Like, it's not about don't be this or don't be that. It's just like, it can be whatever you want it to be. I, yeah. I mean, that's how it should be because we're all having our own experience. And I think that's Mm -hmm. what was intended too with the original religions. Yeah. You know? And so I, I also tried to read the, uh, old testament and uh, mm. you know i i got a little ways through it it's pretty tricky though <laughs> kind of kind of dry yeah. but there and it's very symbolic too yes that's kind of what i took away from it and they felt like old campfire stories when i was reading them yeah because that's probably what they were because they were passed down verbally for who knows how long like maybe tens of thousands of years before they were ever written down yep and then it's it's the question is why did these stories survive Mm. it's because something resonated with the people because they were symbolic of some guideline for how a meaningful life could be lived yeah right and yeah i think they were meant to be flexible and meant to be interpreted in different ways i think some people like go a little too um 
I don't know, like, what, okay, so I think that, yeah, there's specifics in each religion that are different, but for the most part, they all say the same Mm -hmm. thing, like, love people and be nice and don't kill Mm -hmm. anyone, you know what I mean? Like, for the most part, they say in quite the similar stories, Um, and I think that some people that interpret these things go a little a little hard on it you know what i'm saying like we out here saying that god hates gay people yeah and it's like i don't i think (laughs) you just made that up because you yourself don't like gay people there's nowhere in the bible and like i have yet to read some a statement that says no homosexuals well in the new testament there is but I mean, that that. Could... But does it specifically say gay people, or does it, says it say homosexual? I think. Um, yeah, I mean, but that I... being said, the New Testament, I mean, pales in comparison to the Old Testament. No offense to anyone who, actually, you know what? If you believe that, full offense to you. <laughs> if you believe that homosexuals are yeah, no. <laughs> full offense to you, because that could have just been added, you know. The New Testament isn't that old. And it's no, been it's altered not. so many times. It could have just been some idiot who just threw that in there because he was scared of his own gayness or her own or their own gayness, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, these things, like, my thing is, like, you're anything divine would not tell you to hate another human being. Yeah, exactly. Because if you look at the stories of these figures, like uh, like figures like Jesus, when do you see in the book that he's like judging yeah, anyone? Exactly. That he's getting mad at someone who's different, that believes different, or like, you know, you just don't. Yeah. He's like, hey, hookers, let's have a feast and stuff, you know, yeah. like, or like. It's accepting of everybody. You, yeah, he's accepting of everybody. He's not condemning them. Yeah. He's not like, you're a dirty sinner. No. You know, people have have done that. People decide, like, other people have decided to do that. Yeah. But that wasn't, like, what, it you know, it's intended to be like. Because that doesn't make sense with the ruling principles of most religions, you know, which is just to love each yeah. other. Exactly. And if everything was made in god's image or divine then it's all Mm -hmm. it's all serving its purpose and it's all divine in itself so how could something be wrong like that there's just no way it's just totally hypocritical yeah and it's based on fear and And, yeah yeah definitely and like you know i'm not out here trying to like bash anyone's religion or bash anyone's like belief system that's you know that's your own if that's like what you want to do i'm just, just saying stay the that fuck away from me <laughs> <laughs> just say that you're not gonna like me very much because yeah. you know i don't know i think that there's m- more love than yeah. than yeah. that in the end it's just a limiting factor it's just they're limiting their own life to experiences they could have not saying that but just people they could get to know or yeah 
there is nothing wrong if you yourself are not gay. Yeah. But you don't have to be a hater. Exactly. Tater. Exactly. Hater tater. Yeah. Hater tater. You don't need to be that. No. No. Not at all. Dope. Yo, that's dope. That's some stuff right there. That felt good. (laughs) That did feel good. Yeah. It's like nice to nice to speak on these things i just watched the first episode of the new queer eye oh wait there's a new queer Eye. there's a new season when did that get put on like just yesterday maybe (laughs) oh my god and and the first guy they help is a gay pastor (gasps) yeah love it's dope you should check it out Oh my gosh. I will. I loved uh, like I loved the one the that that season or whatever that they did in Japan. Oh yeah. That was so cool. Yeah, uh, that's a great show. Yeah. God, I love Queer Eye. Who's your favorite character? <laughs> I mean not character, I guess they're all just people. I don't know why I say character. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I didn't mean that. I I have serious regret right now. I know you're not characters, I know you're real people. Oh my gosh. Oh my yeah. gosh. I, I know help. what you mean. I know what you mean. Um, I don't know if I have a favorite. You know, I didn't like Bob at Bobby at first because I thought he was just kind of vanilla. <laughs> yeah. But now I like him because he's just like a centered dude, and he's not—he's just being himself, and he's open about the experiences he's had. And yeah, yeah, I like that. There's something to love about all of them, that's yeah, for, sure. for sure. Like I <laughs> I love Anthony. I think he is. <laughs> what do you mean? What's well, that? Mean? I mean, he's just like this young, strapping young male who's He's so beautiful <laughs> yeah. to look yeah. at. It's it's unreal. Yeah. But I what really gets me is his passion for cooking. Uh-huh. Like He's so in love with it. It's like everything, you know, that's that looks like where Anthony goes to meditate is like the uh-huh. kitchen. And he's like chanting ohm over ice cream yeah. or something. You know what I mean? Like also hold me in your <laughs> arms. <laughs> yeah. I think lots of people like him. I, I also yeah, like well, Karamo. And he's just yeah because he's so wise yeah. and... so sweet yeah, so compassionate oh and i love jonathan i like it when he talks yeah, he's about so entertaining. Um, he's entertaining and when he talks about the deep yeah. stuff it's like you never would you know you don't guess these things and when he talks about mindset and stuff it's like Shit. i know right he's surprisingly insightful yeah, and Tan is just like very grounded yeah. and like level headed and and sick style. So fucking yeah. cool. Like he's just cool and you can tell that he like I don't know that he like loves helping people feel comfortable in their uh, bodies. Yeah. No, he's I yeah. I mean, they're all great. They're all just great and I want to be best friends. Yeah. Maybe I'll recommend you just so you can meet them. 
<laughs> Not that I think oh you gosh. need any help, but I need help. <laughs> <laughs> Just like nominate me. I like I can this is my friend songs. Sahara. <laughs> <laughs> She's a trash. She's a big pile of trash. <laughs> Clean her up. Fire. Uh... <laughs> no. They're like, I don't know. No. Um... She looks like she's doing okay. Actually, she looks like she's okay. Yeah. They'll, they'll, hope, they'll have to do a Canadian episode version. Yeah. I mean, I would pretend, you yeah. know, like a little bit. No, I wouldn't want to take the opportunity away from someone who, like, really needs yeah. them. But I, I would love to be friends with someone who wants to make me friends with them. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Just sending that out into the universe. Nice. Hopefully it comes back. Yep. Alrighty then. Well, I guess it's that time. That's time. We've taken, we've talked about lots of things. I'm amazed that we can still do this week after week. It's great. And we talk so much before and after too, usually. I know. Uh, well, it just goes to show that we're like actually always learning. We're progressing in so many different ways all the yeah, time. All the time. And it's like each week we have to like talk and be like, yo, this week was crazy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think that makes I, that makes the show kind of better. You yeah. Know? It's like we're like, wait, I'm, I'm, is your life doing weird yeah, things? What's yeah, happening? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, well thanks for stopping by neighbor yeah thank you for that communal time yes good good That's... words making me too we actually did good I think we did yeah. pretty good I tried to be very conscious of my wording so yeah. you know and in the end I think we're just we're sincere so you know i saw Mm -hmm. a great quote by malcolm x and and he said uh i hope i'm remembered as a sincere person and even if i made a mistake it was out of sincerity Mm, that's nice yeah i I like that one so yeah me too good one to leave us with okay well until next time See you later, people. Subscribe, like this, leave a review. I was going to say, you know, it would be awesome to have some reviews. Yeah, totally. And let us know what you like, what you want to hear. Definitely. Feedback always accepted.